Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're taking a quick look at some of the best full albums out now for March 30th. All right, we're kicking it off with something a little different this week. From Cuba, this is Orquesta Aquacan. Joining me to talk about this incredible band and their debut record called Aquacon is Felix Contreras, the host of NPR Music's Alt Latino. Welcome, man. This Thanks. is your, your first time on the show. Man, I'm honored, <laughs> man. This is cool. Thank you. And this is a good one. You know, Felix, about a year and a half or so ago, you went to Cuba and you visited the studio where they recorded this album and so many others. Right, you know, the studio is called Areta Studio 101. It's legendary. Now, imagine if... Sun Studios, Stax, Muscle Shows, Capitol in LA, Electric Lady, the Hit Factory, if all of the studios in the United States were in one place. Wow. That's what Cuba's like because it was the main place since 1949 to record every single Cuban musician of note. It's ground zero for Cuban music. And when I did go, I walked in, Robin, I was overcome with emotion. I started crying oh, wow. because it is such a magic room. It really is. Where does this record, Aquacon, fit into the incredible tradition and history of Cuban music then? Okay, so it's put out by Daptone Records. Amy Winehouse, Sharon Jones, you know, those guys are all about analog. So it makes sense. They wanted to do their first Spanish language album, so they wanted to do it at the place where it made the most sense to do it. And they hooked up with the Cuban vocalist based in New York right now. His name is Jose Pepito Gomez. And along with uh, arranger Mike Eckroth and producer Jacob Plaz, you have to say all three because it takes that many people to put together a project like this. The music is screaming, you know, the logistics, getting everybody down there and putting this band together of New York musicians and Cuban musicians and making this wonderful record. It all came together and it's just really a fantastic record. I love it. Yeah, it's a great listen. I, I, I found myself thinking over and over again as I listened to it, is there any music that just says life right. more than Cuban music like right. this? It sparkles, man. Yeah. Love it. Well, we're going to talk about another rec- record a little bit later on the program, but first I want to go to Casey Musgraves and her new record, Golden Hour.
Believe it or not, yes, it is Casey Musgraves, and this is her record, Golden Hour, and here to talk about it is Ann Powers from Nashville. Hey, Ann. Hey, Robin. How you doing? All right. What a disco beat on this track. And, you know, Casey (laughs) is someone who has pushed the boundaries of what country music is for a long time now, and she pushes them even more on this record. How does she do? Oh, I think this is one of the records of the year. I absolutely predict it'll be on every best list. You know, she's in a beautiful place in her personal life. She recently married her her love, the singer-songwriter Rustin Kelly, and so many of these songs are about the joy and hope of new love. Uh, she's decided to be even more adventurous in her sound. She's working with different producers than in the past. And country is at a moment where people can appreciate this record, which does touch on disco, which touches on soft rock, which, you know, has vocoder on it, of all things. I mean, Casey is, as you said, Robin, always been a risk taker, but on this, she doesn't sound like she's taking risks so much as really living in her own skin, being who she is. And, you know, this disco track, for example, for her last album, Pageant Material, she had her record release party at a bar in town called Play, a gay bar, and drag queens lip-synced her song. So it's not like she doesn't have a disco past. Uh, I love that. <laughs> you know? I know. Some some of my country-loving friends have, have invoked Olivia Newton-John, which I think is a really interesting oh, wow. uh, person to invoke, you know? I yeah. mean, that way that in the 70s, Olivia Newton-John was the voice of intimacy, of sexiness, and, and also, you know, did things like experiment with disco. So, and I know Casey also really admires Dolly Parton. I feel like the way she's stretching is very similar to how Dolly stretched in the 70s and 80s. This is a good one. Casey Musgraves, the record is called Golden Hour, and there's some other big releases in the country music world that we're going to talk about a little bit later, And but first we're going to go to Haley Kyoko and her record, Expectations. Yeah, I need a drink, whiskey and thing, but shit is all good. Handle things like I wish that you would. You've been out of reach. Could you explain? I think that you should. What you've been up to? Who's been loving you good? I'm just on the phone like a murder. Been looking through the tags and all the photos. But don't you worry, I can handle it. No, don't you worry. If you let him touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it. Haley Kyoko, the record is Expectations. The song we're hearing is called Curious. And here to talk with me about it is NPR Music's Sydney Madden. And, and Sydney, I have hey, to I, I have to admit, everyone in, in on the music team was talking about this record, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know who she is. And then I got the record, and I listened to it, and I just thought, wow. Yeah, this is her debut record, so if you didn't know about her before, you're definitely going to know about her now. She's a 26-year-old Los Angeles native, and she's been putting out music for about five years now. But even before she was putting out music, you might have seen her face on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel, because like many of those um, West Coast kids, she got into acting and music pretty early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This record gets very big sometimes. It's very polished, pop with some undeniable hooks. But what is it that works so well for you? 
Well, as far as her music and her narrative goes, what's distinct about her is that she's an openly gay woman and she talks about it throughout all of her records. Um, she came out on her music in 2015 with the song Girls Like Girls, and it was really she really used it as a vehicle to move her creativity to the next level. And her fans have even championed her for being a speakerphone and an advocate for LGBTQ youth. One thing that I really love about Haley and that I think is standing out right now is that she's definitely another voice in the narrative of young women in music who are, even though their music might be very polished and clean and, you know, porcelain, their images are not. They're okay being uncouth. They're okay being a little bit dorky and, you know, not so meticulously maintained. Like, I'm thinking of other women like Kalani, SZA, Halsey, her, even newer voices like Mabel McVeigh from London or Ravina Aurora from New York. It speaks to a new narrative of how women in music are controlling their images. Haley Kyoko, it's a great discovery for me this week on New Music Friday. <laughs> and you're not going to forget her now. No, not, absolutely not. And the record is called Expectations. Thanks so much, Sydney. Yeah, thank you. Is that serious? And from Haley Kyoko, we go now to Jean Grey and Quelle Chris with the record Everything's Fine. And to talk about this one from Jean Grey and Quelly Chris, Everything's Fine, is NPR Music's Rodney Carmichael. Welcome back. What's up, Robin? This is a crazy ambitious record that I think we could spend a long time digging into, but maybe just tell us what they're trying to do on this record and why it works so well. Well, if you are alive in the world today, you probably realize and understand that in a lot of ways, everything is not fine. And so the whole album is kind of a concept album that kind of rips into that terrain and sort of tries to grapple with those feelings and unmask this kind of false identity that we like to operate in. Yeah, I love the that they repeat throughout the record. That's a re- recurring theme. Everything's fine. Everything's it's said in different voices, different moods, yeah. and tones. And you're never really sure whether or not anybody believes it. Exactly. I don't mean it's the charade, right? Like we're playing this charade, and I think it means something in a lot of different ways. You can look at it politically, but it's also cultural. And when you think about hip hop, and so much of hip hop is about performers and and rappers playing this charade and playing these characters and so I think on a lot of different levels they're trying to like I said they're trying to unmask that they're trying to dig into that and get to the harder things you know it starts off 
really almost comical. I mean, these these are cats that are comedians, especially Jean, you know, she does acting and puts on these sitcoms and plays and her and Quayle, who they're an engaged couple now, longtime collaborators. And he has this this really rich irony that always infuses his solo works and projects as well. So together, they end up starting in this really kind of comical sense, kind of throwing out a lot of different cliches and ripping them apart. And as the album goes on, it, it even starts to get darker a little bit. Yeah, you know, that's it's, what I love about it. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, love, I love it too. It's, it's kind of dark humor. Jean Grey and Quelle Chris, the record is Everything's Fine. All right, thanks so much, Rodney. All right, thanks a lot, Rodney. All right, take it easy. You too. We've got a few more albums to get through yet for this New Music Friday and March 30th, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for NPR and the following message come from Netflix, presenting Daryl Hannah's feature-length debut film, Paradox. Paradox is a spirited tale of music and love starring Neil Young and Lucas Nelson. Available to stream on Netflix. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're looking at the essential full albums out now for March 30th. And up next here is Betty Levette and her record, Things Have Changed. Betty Lovett is a veteran soul singer. She's been around a long time. She didn't really reach a wider audience until releasing a collection of cover songs in 2005 called I've Got My Own Hell to Raise. And she's back now with another pretty incredible covers record. And Ann Powers, we go back to you to talk about this one. I was very thrilled when I heard that Betty Lovett was doing an album of Bob Dylan covers. Women singing Dylan bring out nuances in his lyrics and in, in the song structures that um, can be very profound. Joan Osborne did a great collection of Dylan covers not long ago. Shelby Lynn and Alison Moore included uh, a beautiful version of Dylan's song Not Dark Yet on their recent album. And now we have Betty Levette just not just bringing the soul, but bringing the fire, the cutting edge, all of the qualities of her voice and her experience to this collection of songs. And the band is amazing, you know, led by Steve Jordan with Larry Campbell, who played guitar with Dylan for many, many years. And the bass player, Pino Palladino, also plays a very important role in this album. It's just such a tight, intense session, perfect material, and the right voice. Yeah, I was surprised by how much I liked this one. I have to admit, I was a little dubious when I heard what it was, but some real surprises on this. Betty Levette back again with a, a record called Things Have Changed, a collection of Bob Dylan songs, and it's a good one. And Ann, we're going to talk about one more record before we go, but first, let's go to Frankie Cosmos and her record, Vessel.
man, everything is better when a Frankie Cosmos song comes on. I, I could listen to her sing the, like the instruction manual to an appliance or something. That sounds nice, yeah. And this is Marissa LaRusso of NPR Music here to talk with us about Frankie Cosmos. I feel like in five to ten years I'm going to describe a lot of indie pop bands as having Frankie Cosmos harmonies. I feel like she has just this like very specific, Greta Klein, who's a songwriter for Frankie Cosmos, I feel like she has these very specific way of doing harmonies that everyone's going to try to do in like five years. She's in her early 20s and that is a time for people when they reach their early 20s where you're completely off leash maybe for the first time in your life. And, no kidding. And it can be really overwhelming and, and for this record vessel, she talks a lot about this very uncertain chapter in her life. Yeah, it's interesting too because I think there's one or two songs on this record that she wrote years ago and are on on her band camp that are just kind of demo recordings that she rehashed for this record vessel. And I've seen a couple interviews where she says that she kind of looks back at these older songs and thinks that there's so much wisdom in them that apply to her life now in her early 20s that she didn't even realize that she was writing when she was a teenager. Yeah, the whole idea, I wish I knew now what I knew then. Exactly. (laughs) I wish I was as smart as I was when I was a teenager and, and had all the answers to everything. I love that it's a little bit more mature and a little more polished, but she hasn't lost any of that that lo-fi charm from yeah. her earlier recordings. None of the honesty is lost. None of the super intimacy is lost. And there's even a track on this record that is just a demo that she, I think, recorded right after a breakup or in the midst of some kind of romantic trouble and kept it in that form on the record where everything else is, you know, polished and studio produced and with a full band. And then there's one song that's just super raw and it's really touching. I love it so much. Frankie Cosmos. And the record is Vessel. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you. Let's go now back to Felix Contreras, and we're going to talk about this record from Lindy Ortega. The record is called Liberty. When I'm alone in the dead of night, I see the shadows move. Something is stirring just out of sight. I wonder if it's you. But they say it's impossible No matter how hard I pray That won't stop me from calling you And hoping you'll answer one Felix Lindy Ortega, is a, she's a country singer from Canada, but here she's put together what she calls a, a Mexican-influenced concept album. It's a reflection on a little bit of history that she's had in the most recent past. She's had some, uh, some life challenges, some personal and musical life challenges, and she did what the greatest songwriters do is they internalize it and create beautiful music from it. She revealed recently that she suffers from body dysmorphic disorder, and it's been very crippling for her. She said she even started wearing veils and wide-brim hats to hide herself when she uh, went out and when she was performing. But yeah, like you said, she finds a way to cope through this music, and it's told in three parts. The first part is the darkness, the middle part is the battle through the darkness, and then the third part is she emerges. And her references to Mexican music come by way of her father. Her father's Mexican, her, her mom's Irish. And she's in this tradition of people. There is a tradition 
of people with Mexican background singing country music goes all the way back to Johnny Rodriguez from the late 60s and 1970s. It's not one of these crossover things. It's a reflection, really, of American culture, of who we are, and, and all different stripes and colors. I love this record. I love what she's been doing. You know, it, it pains me to hear her having gone through this personally, just knowing what I know about her through her music. She's just really a dynamic and really wonderful artist. She closes the record with this song, a cover of the Violeta Parra song, Gracias a la Vida, which is Thank You for Life. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto medio dos luceros que cuando it's an anthem. It, it's like one of the most famous and well-known and loved songs out of Latin America. And it's a perfect cap to this record, man. Love it. Lindy Ortega is the artist in the record's liberty. Thanks so much, Felix. Thank you, man. This is cool. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Y en las multitudes el hombre que yo amo. One last record now before we go, and it comes from Ashley McBride, and it's called Girl Going Nowhere. We had one country station you could drive and listen on the way to Watertown. Mama Just a little too loud And Ann Powers, we go back to you one last time before we wrap this show up. Oh, I love the lyrics to this one so much. The song Radio Land from Ashley McBride. Well, you know, Robin, I've been waiting for a while to be able to share Ashley McBride with the world. Living in Nashville, I'd known about her for a while. She's originally from Arkansas. She played the bar circuit for many years here in Nashville and in Memphis, Tennessee. But she connected with the producer, Jay Joyce, who's also worked with people like Eric Church and the Brothers Osborne, and has made this fantastic album that is just what country music needs. You know, the cheap comparison would be female Christine. Stapleton, but Ashley is her own woman. <laughs> she really does, however, combine the energy of rock, the earnestness and simple beauties of prime era Springsteen or John Mellencamp. Her songs are about family, about working people, about, you know, living your best life when your best life is maybe on the outskirts of town in a ranch house with a manual lawnmower. So I can't wait for the world to really fall in love with Ashley McBride. And the record's called Girl Going Nowhere. Thanks, Anne. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Robin. To see a list of the albums we talked about, check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the New Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or just open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Only.